Hello everyone and welcome to So Many Games So Little Time, a podcast where Evangelos and myself talk about board games every week. Last time we spoke about Nova Roma and today we are going to speak about or talk about uh, Barcelona. Yes. But, but before we start with Barcelona, like I have two cameras, like I'm recording now. We're recording on Zoom because my, my laptop, uh, it's a bit weird because my laptop still hasn't arrived. But um, I have a second camera in front of me here as well because I have to video my computer screen to do the randomizer because we both have too many games. I think we can, uh, uh, well, we have too many games and we don't have enough games because we keep buying them. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, and I've come up with a way to force myself to play the older Gathering Dust games. Well, potentially, because uh, my collection is now at 309. And I'm going to press this randomize button. And one game will be number one. And that game I have to play next. I mean, in the, the, the short future, uh, hopefully in a week or two. Let's put it like that. Of course, I'm hoping that Twilight Imperium doesn't come out or any other crazy game. Some of these games are in Belgium. So that's a caveat. That's not... You know, that's not, I'm not playing play them. And campaign games, I can also pass on them because otherwise the whole uh, idea of replaying games goes out the window if I'm stuck for a couple of months playing that campaign. Uh, that campaign the campaign games are for when I retire, I guess. Anyway, <laughs> so I'm going to move this camera up here, up to the screen. And uh, so people who, of course, are listening to this, uh, you know, you don't see it, but you know, it's just very quick. Quick. I'm just going to press it, and then I'll tell you which is number one. And number one is Age of Civilization, which is in Belgium, so I can't play that. Number two is Hadara, which is in Belgium, so I can't play that. Number three is Shadows in Kyoto. Now that I can play, and that is a two-player game. So, and it's not that long. So actually, we can play it together on a Friday as like yeah. a starter or a finisher, because it doesn't take long. It's basically a glorified version of chess but then with powers and other stuff and so on. It's pretty cool, actually. So I'm kind of happy that came out. Because oh, I, I even pimped it with... Yeah, I pimped it with metal pieces. And it's an Emperor S4 game. Okay. So uh, we'll see. We'll see. Good good start, yeah. And just uh, number four was Tsuro and number five was Yidu. Ah, Yidu. Uh, Yidu was oh, so close. Good excuse. <laughs> Love to play Yidu. Maybe again. next time. Yeah. All right. So let's move on to Barcelona. Uh, just like last time, I'll read what Barcelona is all about. It's the mid-19th century. The city of Barcelona is the most densely populated city in all of Europe. Shortly after the old city walls were finally destroyed, Ildefons Cerda, who is now considered the inventor of urbanism, presented the plan for the creation of the Example, the expansion that Barcelona so desperately needed. Its construction began in 1860. In Barcelona, you will take on the role of builders in the 19th century Barcelona who are now who are working on the new expansion to the city. Your main goal is to construct buildings to accommodate the citizens who want to leave the old city, and in the process, you will also build streets, create tram lines, and build public services. You may even decide to explore modernism, a new architectural and arts style that has been gaining popularity among the rich. Barcelona is played over a variable number of rounds interrupted by three scoring phases before a final scoring phase. 
Every round, each player takes a single turn consisting of two or more actions, a building phase, and then preparation for their next turn. At the end of the game, the player with the most points wins. Description from the publisher. Okay, so basically, uh, it's a game by Danny Garcia. Do you own any games by Danny Garcia? This is the okay, first one. one. I backed his. He's only. This is his first one that's been released. He's. He's. Oh. There was the quick. There was a Kickstarter. Arab, Arab, I can never pronounce it. Arborea. 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 I, I backed that. I did yeah. back that because it looked very similar mm -hmm. to Botoku. And that got very good reviews so far for the people who's got it ahead of time. It should be arriving soonish. And I we saw the demo. They had the, they had the display of his new game, um, the Windmill Farm, the one set in yeah, Holland. Yeah, yeah, So those are the three games he's made so far, and they all look good. So... Yeah. He yeah. he's he, he looks like a designer to watch, which is quite exciting. Yeah, seems like it. Yeah, I, th I thought it was just funny at the expo that the game, the Windmill Valley game, was there. Yeah, but just said, you could just look at it. <laughs> Maybe they're still working on it. So I don't know. They're just trying to show it off. Yeah, but the funny thing is, there wasn't even anyone standing next to on it the first that knew day, anything someone, about the game. I, first day, there was someone I got to speak to him, and they 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 went to the rules. Oh, okay. But All on right. the second day, he wasn't there. Okay. All right. So, so the the uh, the art is by Alexander and Susanna. No, Alexander Zawada and Susanna Kolakowska. By the way. Okay. Uh, one to four players, and according to BGG, it's best played at three, which is what we played at at your place. But then you played another time. Was that with no? Three or more? Someone pulled out as well. So it was. It ended also up being three. three people. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah. Okay. Do you want, uh, yeah. We'll wait for to get to it. Okay. So it's sixty to ninety minutes. Do we agree with sixty to ninety well, minutes? Well, that's the thing. Now it was. It was. We we played far longer than ninety minutes with three players, and mm -hmm. same thing happened with my other when I did play it with three players the, the second time. So I think the problem. Okay, I don't want to talk about it later, but I think AP is what causes the game to take longer than usual. Yeah, that's that's true. Yeah, uh, solo. I think it is okay, but like you said, AP plays a, a huge role. Uh, BGG rates it at the moment at a seven point nine after one thousand three hundred ratings. So you know you can assume it's a good game. <laughs> and the weight is three point thirty five out of five. Okay, that's um, all right. That's that's it. I think yeah. that's a good spot. That's around a good spot for games for us. I agree. Okay, I've covered all the basics. <laughs> I, I could also say it's a tile placement and worker placement game. Yeah, that's uh, that's basically it. Okay, so what do you think of the looks? I think it's beautiful. I really do. I I think it's thematically appropriate. Um, the, the 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 art looks thematically appropriate because I think most of it does. I, I've never been to Barcelona. You've been, right? Yeah, yeah, but it's a uh, drunken blur. <laughs> Fair enough. But I'm sure you can you at least remember the, the streets, what the streets look like? Uh, the pavement but in the context, I was, I, I, was, I was 17, 18, final year of secondary school. We went there and we partied uh, okay. like crazy with school at night. And during the day was just trying to get over the, 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 the alcohol and everything. I remember it being beautiful. Yes. Okay. Yeah. okay. But it's an example. Down. Yeah, the... the, the the artwork, you might argue it's a little busy. The art is maybe, I don't know. How do you feel about the art? Do you feel it's busy? I feel it's very red. 
uh, <laughs> in general. But I don't know. It's um, I think it's just I think it's okay. Yeah, I think it's okay. I think it's 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 u- unique, original. I mm-hmm. think it looks different with all the buildings. In the beginning, maybe not so much without the buildings, but once the bu- buildings are there, uh, it definitely looks cooler and so on. Yes. Uh, yeah, I think it's okay. It's 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 yeah okay to 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 nice looking. Uh, yeah. But that is because it's not really my style. Like you know, for example, like Brussels, uh, eighteen ninety eight or whatever, that kind of style. I also don't really. I'm not really fond of. I don't dislike it, but it's just it's just okay, okay. for me. No, I think it's. A, uh, I, I think uh, I, I I like the fact that it's just, you know, for example, the cobblestones and the mosaic type effect is based on the city, but I do feel yes, maybe yes. it gets a bit too loud at times. Again, mm-hmm. I do like the citizens a lot. I do. They're um, quite clear. The color makes it quite clear. I would. The one thing I didn't like. I think maybe it's nitpicking. But it's the different uh, when you build the layers of the of the buildings, they look too much the same. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. I forgot to put some context. First of all, how the game actually works. Yeah. <laughs> so, so basically, in Barcelona, you're building up the city, and when it's your turn, you're going to be, or at the end of your turn, whatever, you grab two um, citizens from a bag. You have got worker class, uh, middle class, and then the elite different colors so green pink and blue and then basically you're going to put these on top of each other these two in any way that you want and then you're going to put them on the board which is just like nova roma basically a worker placement style where you activate both the row and the column but this adds it a little bit different because it's not just a row and a column you also have a diagonal line which potentially allows you to activate three actions in one go but all those bots cost more they're like more expensive to pay one one dollar to do it and what is original as well is after you've placed your uh citizens and done your actions and everything you if you are able to you have to build a building you cannot decide not to. So you have uh, different types of building. You have like uh, only like a, a, a side of a building, uh, which only requires two people. Doesn't matter who it is, and doesn't really give you much aside from the points for that building. Then you've got the the first level, which you just also need two regular people, but it it, it covers a whole block. And then you've got the next level up is like for the middle class, and that will. Um, if, uh, uh, give you some extra stuff to get the the the, the church going right and uh, then you've got the elite ones which will give you you need to have a, an elite citizen for that which will give you a, lo- a lot more points uh, but you need to have three tokens instead of two uh, nearby so it can't be just your two it has to be another one nearby to to use it we're not going to go in depth here because in the end of course it's not a how to play <laughs> but that's basically the rudimentary rules kind of how it works yeah. which is kind of a mechanic because by building those buildings you it forces you to open up worker spots for someone else yeah yeah yes for sure and that's also you, you take that into your top thought process and that's another thing like if you put your people like on a corner somewhere um and it doesn't mean that you have to build on that corner. If there's another build option somewhere else on the map, you can do that, which was horrible for my brain to comprehend the first time I played <laughs> because I kept looking where I put my guys I can build, but you can build on other uh, areas as well if, if, it's, if it were to happen. 
because you can go to a completely different area as somebody else. Uh, but of course, that would lead to you not building anything, which also means to you not getting any points. So it's like, you know, it depends how good your actions are. You, you, have, to build that's a good you have to at least build something because if you pass up not building something, it's, it's a lot of points you can mess, up, mess, mess out on. Yeah, it's like I said, unless the actions give you so many points that you can forego the building itself. But that's yeah. it. Still feels it feels still feels bad if you don't do it. Yes, that's true. Mm. That's true. One thing I like about it is that you have, like I said, it's the row and the column actions, and here uh, you you have the the basic already set up uh, printed on the board the actions, but you also have the tiles to randomize everything. Which kind of I wouldn't say. Uh, basically, they say the, the the basic setup is good to learn the game. Yes. Um, because and I think the main reason for that is the diagonal action is the the, the tram. Yes. And the tram is a little bit more complicated than other stuff. That's exactly what I was going to say. Uh, I think I agree with that. I think it, I thought the same thing. The, it's a more, it's the one that's a little more complicated, so they make it, it made it, they made it the the action to do less often. Because the funny thing with the tram is you drop off a passenger, which costs you money as well. But then because of dropping off the passenger, the row or the street where you drop that passenger off, you can do that action as well. So it's kind of like in, in Nova Roma, you had the action where you can double, uh, you know, a different action or get an action that's already uh, blocked. The the tram kind of, kind of functions here that way. Yeah. Like, yeah. Because, yeah, because... Maybe we talk about it later when you randomize it. Okay. Do you want to talk about now or later the random the effects of randomizing? Well, we can do that now, yeah. Okay, because you you're right. I think they put the tram in the middle because it's the more complicated action. Plus, ultimately, it's a bonus action, so it's not a necessity. So, if the middle, if that diagonal action becomes is something more important, it becomes more difficult to do an important action, which will probably affect people's games. Does that make sense? Yes. So the so the diagonal one is one you could easily ignore because it's simply a bonus action. But if it was something like money, yes. if it was money, that would be really difficult. The game would be really much more difficult. If there was the only way to get money would be in the diagonal action. Yeah. Because you have true. to pay yeah. money to get money. So the game would be totally different then. Yeah, and I have to say though, the the tram would would kind of be elevated as an action, if because the game is kind of like divided into three parts right like time wise like you're you're scoring a first goal once you reach it it's it's scored then you score the next goal and then it's finished and you score the last goal and then the game ends so if the tram is like the first goal or or the second or the third people might be more you know uh motivated to try to get that action just to get those points yes uh, in that, that way. way yeah but that, uh, aside from that i totally agree uh with what you said uh, so yeah, I think, but I'm a big fan of variable setup because it causes more problems or more different ways of thinking every time you play. And but I do like yeah. the idea of a of a, of a set um, standard. I do like when the board has a set um, starter setup, so that that you know if you play with new players, you know this is balanced. It's not going to make the game more difficult. Anyone can just go plug and play, right? But for when you have the game many times, you want the variability. Yeah. So when when you play the second time, you also play with the base. Yes, because it's, because there's new players. Yeah, did they pick up? Yeah, on well, it, it, quickly, was, it, it was strong players. It was um, Stephen and those guys, right? So yeah, they were strong players. But I did notice, you know, I, there was maybe some 
actions. I, but, but because it was my second time I played it, or third time, I think my third, the second and a half, third, second half time I played it because I played the demo at um, in Bangkok, I started seeing combos already, which I so I had a, a advantage. Like for example, there's the one where you build, where you can build a building, and mm-hmm. there's an intersection with money. Mm-hmm. So you can make the money to build the building. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay, so what it is, I, yeah. I, I automatically put my my cobblestone, what, what they call it, cobblestone or your intersection, intersection on that intersection. Yeah. So if if I put my guy there, I'd not, I'd get three bucks, which was enough to build a building. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. so yeah, it was an unfair advantage I had over the other guys because I could see, automatically I saw the I saw the connection, which I didn't see when I, when we played the game. When we played the game, yeah. I didn't see that combo. But the second time I played it, or the second half time I played it, I saw the combo. So that's why we need randomized because that because that would become almost rote. We would do the same thing all the time if that was. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Which I think. Yeah, but it's it's, it's true. It's a it's a, it's a very good move. <laughs> <laughs> and even if you, even if you, because that's another part of the game, the intersections. Even if you don't use your own intersection, then somebody else can go on there, and then you still get at least. A gold, or if you have multiple intersections on the board, you might get some cloth, which is also a resource, or you might get some points or other stuff as well on top of that. So yeah, yeah. So I said, you know, you know so there's so now, I would I would never play with the with the base setup again simply because I know that combo there already. Oh uh, yeah, of course. Yeah. And maybe and yeah. plus when we want to play again, we want a bit of scarcity in a resource. So maybe something being something more vital being in the inter- in the diagonal would make the game more interesting because it'd be there'll be some sort of scarcity. Yeah, true, true. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So basically, variable setup, really good. If we can't have player powers, variable setup at least. Yeah, and people who listen to this podcast now are like, yeah, thanks for screwing the basic setup for me. It's a game combo, yeah. Well, maybe it's advantage now. I've given you some a tip. That's okay. Um... And by the way, this this podcast will also roughly be released at the same time when I released the Barcelona footage, the solo gameplay that I did. So you know, it's a nice nice combo. Um, yeah. Um, another thing that that I, that I liked is the uh, the the buildings themselves. That the they basically you have to like you said you have to get three three gold which is normally not that easy if you, well, <laughs> you three gold to get the top combo. to get the three, three to get the top one they get cheaper oh, as you really. go the top one is three the second one yeah. is two then one so if you get the top one you need three yeah i'm just saying no yeah. okay. okay like you said the the top is three and then the second two and there's one but of course the top one is the best gives you more points right but the action stays the same yeah the action is exactly the same it's just that uh, I can't remember the, vari- the variability. I think it's eight points for the first one. And I can't remember the... Yeah, I think it's I eight think points. It's 12. Is, it 12? Is, that, is that much? I can't remember. But I leaned heavily into the building yeah, strategies both 12, times. I think, you, I think you've got to go with build, oh, yeah, focus I've, on I've buildings. It's 10. 10 Sorry, points. 10 points for the first one. That's a lot. Yeah. Don't know about the second uh but yeah so the fact is and also those are also once again randomized not all of them come out immediately and some might really link towards whatever strategy you're doing and it basically gives you extra actions so yeah i think and that's cool they look nice too yeah do look nice um i think they're very very important i think you can't 
I think they're vital. Mm-hmm. Both games I won, I, I leaned heavily into those buildings. And it's also like you said, uh, you see combos, but in one turn, you can easily have a building which then activates your train, which then activate your cobblestones, which then activates uh, uh, maybe a way to to get something else. Because the cobblestones, it's like basically you're, you're you're paving the road, and it's basically another part of the the the, the map, the of the board, your yeah, the map, yeah, the board, yeah, whatever, that has all these bonuses. And the beginning is not really interesting, but if some people put some cobblestones out, then suddenly the actions become more and more interesting. Like and especially also a combo if you can do you can combo with the Sagrada action. That's huge. Yeah. So the Sagrada is when you're building the. The, the church, the cathedral, right? And um, basically, you when you build buildings, you can push it forward. When you do the cobblestones, you can push it forward. And if you push it over certain uh, points, you can, like, if you go over number one, then you can choose one of the level ones that give you a bonus. Number two, more bonuses, three and four. Uh, so, yeah. No. So that's also another one that... Because I noticed that in our first game, I think... Uh, you guys either lapped me or almost lapped me, one of the two, I don't really remember. But I always noticed like, oh, I had a turn, I had 10 points. Oh, he had a turn, he had 32 points. <laughs> so, you know, I yeah, I saw the rain coming, the storm. So, um, yeah, I, I did feel that when you play, the money is quite tight. Yes, uh, but though, but I think Silk's tighter. Yeah, but I mean, with the, I mean, the resources in general. Okay, I thought you meant yeah, one or the other. Yeah, silk is tighter because you don't have a spot that gives you two silk. That's right. You get the one with the victory point. I think three victory yeah. points. Three and silk, yeah. Yeah. So silk is very important. And like I said, you you place your citizens to uh, activate the actions and to build buildings. But when you build buildings, the citizens are taken off the board and they're placed on a track. And... Um, so you have three tracks, one for the worker class, one for the builder class, one for the elite. And as that track gets filled up, uh, certain point values get covered up, which means you look for the next uncovered leftmost point value. And that it, those are the points you get for your buildings. Yes. And also, if you reach a certain point, the first round is over and you score the first uh, point, uh, goal point, whatever uh, that you're going for. And then you do it again for the second one and you do it again for the third one. So you actually have an impact on do I want the round to finish now or do I want to, you know, kind of, you know, bide my time a little bit more. If I want to finish now, I should put maybe the elite on top of my two or maybe should have put it in the bottom so it doesn't come out as quickly. So that was a very good way to do interaction. I thought it was a very clever way. And... Especially yeah. with our game, we had a very strange situation where none of the greens came out. Yes, and all of the blues were crazy in the beginning. Because in my game, one of the so I don't know if it's the one that I recorded because I played it several times solo, but I had one where all the pinks came out, like constantly. Which which was a pain because those are really nice buildings to build, the the, the middle ones, because they give you something and you have like a Cherda track which basically multiplies your scoring goals throughout the game. But if you build the middle and the top buildings, the track goes down. So you don't want it to go down necessarily. But if you have like the middle building, it's like it gives you like a little bit of both. It goes down a little bit, but you also get the the uh, Sagrada Familia stuff, the church stuff. So 
yeah it's like a nice mix of both but yeah at one point in my game those basically almost ran out and so i could only build a triple or the single <laughs> so that became quite a challenge but uh yeah like i said i don't know if it's the recorded one i'd have to double check again but uh yeah it's cool because it's unpredictable which is a good thing okay yeah you're right and you have a little bit of choice within where you know put put on your top put on your bottom of the two work of the two citizens so there's a little bit of decision making not a lot but a little bit yeah and it i just it's uh for example with uh with 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 uh, the the solo as well which i'll talk about a little bit later you also you really dictate the flow of the game a little bit more then so yeah i think it was it was pretty cool to 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 have that in general i also one of the another positives that i wrote down is uh asymmetric end game scoring because everybody's picking up action tiles yes and you're scoring them at the end of the game and you can boost them up to have like for example i have a, an action tile that gives me uh, two points per track that you can put oh, yes. down, okay, yes, but yes. then I can boost it to four times that score. So if I have four tracks times two is eight times four, 32 points, bang. So, and that can, you have like four or five spots, I think on your board that you can fill up, which you also have to pay for. Some of them are free, but, but you can also boost them. They all have multipliers. Yeah. That's a very clever. So like and the thing is, you don't have to, and you can do it in any order, so you don't you don't have to have, have a tile there before you can boost it. You can boost first with anticipation of putting a file uh, tile there later. And it could be a situation where you boost something and you never get a tile out. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Four <laughs> times zero. Four times yes. zero. So uh, that was very clever. I think that was a cool one. And also, you might want to pivot, right? So you think, okay, I'm going to really be focusing on cobblestones this game, and you boost that one, and in the end, you don't do any cobblestones, right? Or yeah, or somebody just takes the scoring tile away. Exactly. And you're like, oh, yeah. Or you decide to go, go cheap and do a, a small multiplier and end up that's the one that you focus mainly on and so you're getting a lot of points. That was actually really yeah, clever. Yeah. I did like that. Yeah, it's cool. And I think as people play more, that's going to be more like a like a fencing game. You know, like I, I, I pivot that way. Oh, you do that, so I'm going to try to take that away from you and stuff like that. I think it's going to be get more and more tactical the more you play. Um. I okay yeah I think that's all that I have for the specific positives and also just the fact that it's really good because of all the options and decisions that you make yes. and, and I don't know there was something satisfying about putting things down building the the mechanics were fun it was just it, it, mm. it the kind of you know finding the right intersection getting the okay the, I would actually want to put a positive which is also some people say it's a negative so maybe it's a bit of both the, the amount of points you get. It is a dopamine. You do get the dopamine hit every time you, you, you make 20 points in one round. Yeah. yeah. So you do an action yeah. and you realize it's a really good action, so you get a lot of points. But yeah. the, you could end up with over 400 points, right? So I don't know if that's a positive or negative. But you, it, always feels like you're doing, you always feel like you're doing something good. Yeah, I think it's okay because even though you can get those high high scores you get them slowly throughout the game yes, this, yeah. it's not like okay we're going to do end game scoring and we're going to go from 50 points to 430 it's not like that that would be annoying but in this case i don't think i mean it is kind of like a way to value your turn yes because if you end the turn with like 10 points then you know like i i didn't i didn't do a, i didn't have a good one now <laughs> <Or> maybe <laughs> you're setting yourself up for a future turn that could be but 
in general, you should have a certain amount of you know points every round to make sure. Also, it's good is like someone, if someone's way someone's way ahead of you, you never feel like you're out of it. Yeah, unless they keep scoring high every <laughs> turn they do. But if you've got a plan, if you've got a plan in mind, you know you know you can always catch up. You know, you've got and you've got those uh, times four, times three, end game scoring goals as well. Uh, uh, I do have some negatives. Yes, me too. I think we we I think there's one that we definitely share. I mean, for me, the negative is is also a little bit of positive, but it's a positive on your turn, but a negative on other people's turns, and that's AP. That's yeah, big time, and we never play with four. Can you? I think it'll be even worse with four people. Yeah, because I wrote there'll be down, less spots. No four. <laughs> yeah, because there'll be less spots. I'm almost yeah. intrigued to try it with four to see how it goes. Because maybe then there'll be more interaction. People will use your um, intersection more. Because with, with three people, are more less likely to use intersection. They avoid it. So maybe with four people. I would play with okay, I would play with four if those four people all own the game and have played the game multiple times. And you know, like okay, let's go. We all know how to play. Let you know, you know. There's not like oh, what does this do again? Or hmm, you know. So I think that's a huge thing. Because a, a starting with three new people, that is uh, because even even, and of course some people just are AP prone. So for them, I would definitely avoid. <laughs> if you feel the really the need, like I need to have the perfect turn, then it can take a while. Um, because even even with the three of us, I felt myself sometimes just grabbing my phone, yeah, and you could say that okay, you can already think about your turn. But the problem is, you, buildings get built. Yes. So when it's your turn, whatever you thought you were gonna do might be wiped out again completely. So it's not really worth it to look at whatever the pe person on your left is doing or the other person. You just have to know what the pe person before you is doing, because that's gonna de define your action. Uh, so yeah. But the yeah. thing is, I mean, but, but when you get it right, it's so satisfying. When you go through that, yeah, it's just AP. You're thinking, thinking, thinking. But when you see that 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 connect that combo that you wanted, it's so cool. Yeah. It's so satisfying. Yeah, 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 well, yeah. Let's like, like say it's really good on your turn, but not on other people's turns. Uh, so, and this is one game where you can't really say like, uh, you know, is you know, you can't really comment on people having AP because literally everyone has AP at one point. Uh, no, I think yeah. that's a big problem, and the game would just be yeah. so much tighter, I think, because there's no there's no mm -hmm. scaling except for the time track. There's no scaling for three players. Don't need a time track scaled. Mm. That's so, true. So there's true. so there's you know the spots will just be less spots in a four player game, less options. And together with the AP, it's it, for me it was positive and negative, and that is the fact that you can link so many actions. Because if somebody already takes a long time to decide their action and then links four to five actions in a row, you're like, oh. <laughs> but again, that's <laughs> fun. When it is, that's fun when yeah, it happens. Yeah, on though. your turn. Yeah. So solo, it's cool. <laughs> no, but I mean, it, it took me out of the game a little bit like because you were sitting on my left. So I rarely had an interest in what you were doing. Yeah. Because I know it's going to take a while. So when it was Derek's turn, then I would only like you know, awaken when he started doing something. Uh, so maybe that's also why I was lost. I don't know. But uh, yeah, I think another thing that I wrote down, another negative is the learning curve. 
because I do think in the beginning it's a bit overwhelming, uh, especially with with the tram and so on. And yeah, so I would but say it's, it's I would argue that people. Difficult. I think people who like this type of weight will, could pick it up pretty easily, though. But I think this is typically one of those games like you can tell people how it works, but it's not going to click until you have a couple of rounds and you see what other people do. And for me, anyway, I think it's because know. there's so many options. Like you go, yes, exactly. Whoa, what's this? it's kind of similar to Nova Roma in some ways because there's so many options. Yeah, because it, it makes you go like, oh wow, you did this. Okay, all right. I didn't, I didn't realize, or I've forgotten about it already that that was an option. <laughs> Yeah, uh, but I mean, it's not a big negative. It's just yeah. Something. To be fair, that maybe the scoring goals can be a good thing to focus on the the end of round scoring goals. And uh, I also agree with the buildings; they should have made them more different from level one to level three. It's kind of they all look the same. You can't tell. It's a bit simplistic. Yes, and I know they say okay, this one, the three has three red walls, whatever, three sides, mm-hmm. but it's not. It's not intuitive. You don't see it straight away. You go look. At, yeah, yeah, exactly. When you look at the board, you see red. You just see red buildings. You don't see how many. Yeah. My uh, my biggest, the one complaint I think I have for the game, is that you don't change during the game. You start the game the same way you end the game. There's no progression. There's no arc. So, we have your personal player board. And like with Fister's games, I don't know how many games, Fister's games you played, like Maracaibo or Great Western Trail, or Brune Lake, those yeah. games. When you take things off your player board, you sometimes get a power. Yeah, it opens things up. It opens yeah. things up. Whereas here, it's always the same thing. You get to move, yeah, up, the, true, yeah. you get to move up that one track, the, the, the multiplier track for end of game scoring, which goes back to zero at the end of the game, end of every round. Yeah. So... Yeah. It's either that or you get some resources. No, no, you don't even get resources. I'm looking at now. You just get that move up that track. That's it. So yeah, it's just always the same thing. Yeah. So there's no progression. I think maybe they felt maybe it would have been too complicated. Because even in the game, there's no player power, so we're all the same. Yeah. And even when we pick up, um, okay, you, the public, the public buildings, public service tiles, they are one-time effect. And there's in the game scoring, so there's no powers. There's no. There's nothing that changes your, your game or the way you play the game. There's only in the game scoring, the one-time powers or the even the sagradas, a one-time thing. The sagradas. Mm-hmm. So you never change. You never yeah, like say. So, oh, yeah. You never say. Oh, I'm now the cloth merchant. Every time you like, you know, I go. I get cloth. <laughs> I get two cloths. So you don't get it. There's no change. I think that is a weakness to the game. I think the game could have been far more interesting if you had specialization, either from a player power or especially when you start taking stuff off, you get... Because the only other thing you get is that when you when you put your um, intersections out, you just get more options of stuff. Yeah. When, yeah. But again, it's someone else has to go there. It's not like you have a passive power. It's just like if someone goes there. So I feel that's uh, one problem is that there's there's no arc in your gameplay. You, the way you start, the so way you end. Yeah, yeah, that's true. You don't get any bonuses or whatever, no extra stuff. Um, I think it's also, I mean, and from a design per- perspective, it does save you a lot on balancing because if you add that, you'd have to do a lot more balancing as well. Uh, but I think that, you know, you talk about overwhelming for new players. Whereas if you say, okay, you're going to be the 
the small streets guy, you know, you know, your small streets are cheaper or yeah. small streets you can do two, you know, it's some sort of power. It gives you a little bit of focus. Yeah. 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 It puts you in a certain direction. Yeah. Well, here everything is open. And, then, the same. and yeah. I said, literally everything's the same, which yeah. makes a game more fair. I guess you're right. You know, I won because I played better than you, not because I utilized my power better than you. Mm-hmm. Slight advantage. I don't know. It's strange because most euros of this of this type always seem to have player powers or some sort of um, asymmetry asymmetry to your gameplay. There's no asymmetry in this game. Yeah, I got. I don't know. Maybe maybe he's one of those designers who enjoys it that everybody has like a level playing surface, you know, and not like you won because you got that card. Although you could argue. Yeah. yeah, I think it's mainly because the game was really complicated. I want to keep it as simple as possible. No, yeah. well, there might be an expansion, right? Yes, I think <laughs> I think there, I think there would be something for expansion. No. Some sort, some sort of change. I have one more negative one. That's my last one, and that is the uh, setup and cleanup. Okay. Because it takes a long time to do both. Uh, your setup wasn't super player bad. board. Putting all this stuff out, your player board, and then... Fair enough, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, it doesn't come with any kind of insert or whatever to make it faster. Although I can say in the secondhand... I mean, on the on the Etsy market or whatever, having an insert for this would be really appreciated, I think. Yeah. Or hopefully uh, the And space. also the cleanup. I think especially the cleanup, because then you have to take out all, all the, the different files. things again, yeah, separate the them, put them all back together. Yeah. So um, that 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 is, I mean, for some for some people who might find that very annoying, that's definitely going to be a thing. Mm. You know, to to do, especially if you play solo, <laughs> then you got all the other stuff as well. Um, but yeah, uh, so you played the game uh, twice now with multiple players, right? Yes. So aside from uh, seeing the, you talked about your experience about you know how how you see the spots and the combos better, but from you play with me and Derek that was our first time and then we play with two other people with their first time, so how do you think in general how the how the people how were the people's reaction in your second game basically what did they, they think? enjoyed the game, they did enjoy the game and it was a good yeah they were also talking about the game afterwards. You know, that's when you know. You know when you do the, you know, you know when people like the game is when they stop and they start talking about their moves and what happened. You do a play by play account, and we were doing that afterwards. So they seem to have enjoyed the game. Oh okay. And we enjoyed, was, and, and yeah. our game with Derek, we also all enjoyed it. So yeah, it's, yeah. yeah, it's positive. Yeah. Well, the fact that I went home and I merely played solo. I mean, the next day, I think, not the same day, <laughs> uh, is also a sign that I enjoyed it as well. The I just looking here on uh, BGG, they have a file already called an update for the solo to make the bots more challenging. Did you find that because I didn't win? T- well, I won twice. <laughs> I, I I remember that. Um, so. Yeah, maybe maybe that's because there was a mistake in there, um, but uh, yeah, it just says some 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 changes there. If he's in a diagonal street, because the thing is with with the bot, it has its own deck, right? 
of uh, I think like nine cards or something a little bit more and then you always discard a card at the beginning of the game because I mean you flip a card and the, the card that's flipped on the other side it has the action that the, the bot does on the left side it has an arrow and the arrow basically decides where the bot goes if there's like multiple options uh, for his decision so for of course first he's going to move and the first requirement of his uh, movement is he's going to go to his own intersection. If there's no intersection there, then he's going to go where he can build. And if he can't build, I think he's just going to avoid a street with your intersection. Yeah, I think that's the order. Uh, but the thing is, that can get that can cause the bot to be kind of like stuck. Because let's say he has one intersection, right? He'll go to the intersection, he'll put his people there, and then he might build. The next round, the next turn, he's going to move away from his intersection, anywhere else. He puts people down, he might build again. But that means the next round, he's going to just going to go back to his intersection again, because it's the only intersection nearby, no matter where the arrow is pointing. Or if I make sure I put my guys far away from him, then he's just going to constantly go to the stuff that he put down you know he's going to stay in his little circle while i try to go to the different side of the map and get all the building bonuses there because he's not going to interfere because it's too far away do you think that would happen in a normal two-player game they would avoid each I other just, i think i think it's a strategy i mean i don't think it's necessarily a good strategy but <laughs> but you might i was wondering if that what ends up happening you end up just avoiding each other so i don't think so i don't think so because in a in a two-player game a human who can go you can go wherever you want so if i see that you put like two guys out you're taking advantage of it yeah. yeah like a third level building i'm gonna jump on it immediately while the bot does not because the bot doesn't see it but how many times would you do it though because you're aware of the other person doing it taking you know, taking well, advantage of it the thing is the second time i played solo the bot was more like hovering in the middle so then it was like then he didn't stick to the same area as much but the first time he was like almost always doing circles. I mean, of course, at one point he builds everything around him, right? And then he has to move outside of his comfort zone. <laughs> but by the time I already took all the bonuses and, and whatever, and I did, did feel it was quite easy to uh, win against the, the, the bots because, because I'd played again before with you guys as well. And you can... As you're playing, you, you see what the bot does in this action. So you can kind of like, I wouldn't say manipulate it, but for example, the, the, the bot has set scoring just like Nova Roma. Okay. So if there's a tile that gives two points after the first uh, round, right? Yeah. It is just going to be at times four on this cheddar track. So it's going to be two times four and then times the difficulty level. So if the difficulty level is like two, then it's going to be eight times two. He's going to get 16 points every round oh, at the I end guess. of the round. But if he's like uh, times five or something, I think, then he's going to get a bunch more or times six or whatever, depending on the difficulty level. So he also never goes down the chair track. So he's always at the top. So you, some of this, his scoring is predictable. Same when he's on the when he's boosting his own actions, then it's also going to be the tile times the boost times the, uh, the difficulty level. So okay. you can already kind of like predict his scoring. So you can anticipate it a little bit. So I w it's not a bad bot. It's not at all. But it's, it's so the main like question is when you played it, did you feel like you were playing the game, like a full game, a proper game? 
Yeah, I'm I sure played, that's I played a full. Did it feel like? I it, a, did uh, you get the same yeah, yeah, feel had, when you played like when you played with us? That's, that's ultimately what matters, right? On my turn, yes. On his <laughs> turn, I sometimes thought, "What are you doing?" <laughs> but <laughs> but maybe that's like what you fox. guys were thinking when I was playing. Like so. playing with Ma- you play like so basically you're playing with Matthew, crazy like a fox. <laughs> <laughs> crazy like a fox yes yeah so uh but yeah like i said i played multiple times solo and i gladly play again and maybe now with the uh with the the, the more difficulty uh, the increased difficulty That's maybe cool. I'll, I'll play even more um but um yeah i think i only played uh, easy and medium though i don't didn't play on hard so but yeah i mean the the game is just like nova roma doing the the puzzle right yes and it's your turn you try to combo try to find the ways and yeah it's like the the, looking for those two actions right and then and then that that greediness comes in i I suffer from greediness in these games right like i really want that action but that other action is terrible i don't want that other action it's not a good action or suboptimal action Mm -hmm. so do i focus on the one action i really need and take the suboptimal one or do i go for the other one do i look for second one there's two better ones or two less good. It's just that push and pull of decision making. I, I really love that. Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah. When there's too many good options or too many bad or too many bad options, and trying to work out which is the least bad option, or you're trying to work out okay, which is the the sixty percent good choice. You know, I really, I really. The frustrating part is my last game with the with the with the bot. He had. Um, I I had this this super combo ready, and I was one cloth short, and there was absolutely no way I could get it, and it was so frustrating. I kept looking. Well, what if I go here and then with the tram and then there and then there and just really looking for it, but could not <laughs> could not find it. It's, uh, it was very sad. But let me see the scores because uh, for my solo at least. So once I had, and it was a beginner, I had 294 and the AI had 182. <laughs> How much did you have against us? How much did you make with in the, in the normal game? Do you remember? Well, uh, no, um, I didn't write it down. And then, uh, cause I made a video, remember? Yes. Uh, but well, then there was something wrong with it. I don't know. And then my second game was medium. So then I had 329 and the AI had 286. So with the hard bots, maybe I would have lost then. Okay, that's good then. Because, because you want you want. That bit. I, I don't know. You you like me, but I want to lose solo games. I prefer losing yeah, solo games because yeah. that means it's a challenge, and you want to keep coming back to try. Yeah, and and this one is good. Like the the the, uh, the Nova Roma bot is just like oh easy. It starts at ten points. Medium starts at twenty. Hard starts at thirty. So it doesn't matter what difficulty level you play because at the end of the game you can just say oh i won on easy but i lost on medium and hard <laughs> so, <laughs> but in this, this case not the case because there's a lot of calculations throughout the game so you do have to play uh play it out basically completely but yeah this one for sure will stay in my collection i don't you know that's it i think that most of the games from this from this from this publisher board and dice at this weight they all I, I enjoy all of them most of them just about all of them Terracotta Warrior, Barcelona, the T, all the T games. It's mm-hmm. just it's just that right, that, that that good depth. So would you be would you pick up the Woodmill Farm now? I don't know. It looks it looks strange. 
<laughs> it looks like a cartoon a little bit. The, the graphics, yeah, looks a bit odd. So I don't know, but, but it was actually really interesting. One doll selection it was actually not that nice. It, it it looks interesting for sure. Yeah. So I don't know. I'll, I'm I'm interesting. I'm always interested to, to to try anything. So I'll be open to it. Fair enough. But uh, outright I'll buy. I'm not sure. But to be honest, ask me honestly, if if I hadn't been interested, would, would, was it my because I was interested in this game that you became interested, or were you already automatically interested in this game? If we hadn't gone to Thailand, I wouldn't have bought it. Okay. Because we went to Thailand, and it was also all over the the website, right? The releases, and Barcelona was one of them, and da 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 da. And I don't. I think I definitely got swept by the hype. Yes. Because that made me do more research, and I, I, it was a gamble, I have to say. Okay, but it was a good one. I'm glad you liked it because I agree. It's a, it's a good game. It's the one we want in our collection. We need that type of that. It's kind of we need. We got plenty of these tough games, but <laughs> <laughs> but it's the kind of game I like to have on my shelf. It's uh, yeah. that that weight. I like that weight. Yeah. I'm I'm unsure. It's it's another one of those games where I feel I can't take it out for my regular no. gaming group. It has to be more the Euro crowd. Yes. Uh, so I think it's for me. It's destined for a solo spot in my collection for now, for sure. No, yeah. it's it's a kind of game I usually play with my group. You know, mm. Miguel Esteban. This is the kind of games we usually play. Yeah. Yeah, well, my group, I think at the moment, is just reduced to me and my three daughters. Uh, two, three, and six. So <laughs> It's not Barcelona then. No, it's more like frog soup and stuff like that. So, yeah. Okay, but I think I think we can uh I think we can we can we can stop here actually. I think it was uh It was a good talk. It's cool. Yeah. Good 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 game and uh if anybody has any questions, feel free to ask them. Perfect. And, uh, that's it. Thank you. All right. Bye. Bye-bye.